0: coming in can you hear me
1: yeah I'm backstage with the uh, computer ready to go for any any hard questions
0: okay I have the I have the suit on the makeup lady says I look fantastic so I think we're all set
1: all right. I think I don't. I think we're going to fool them. I know this is the first time you've had to bring this out in public, though. So just try to stay calm, stay focused, and if you you remember, you go back to all the rehearsals that we've had over the last few months. You are Thad Thimbleton, okay? I
0: am Thad Thimbleton, and I'm and I'm running for mayor.
1: Exactly.
0: I'm going to be the mayor. There's no doubt about it. We're never going to let Tristan win.
1: You're right. And you, you need to go out there and you need to convince that audience that you, Thad Thimpleton, remember, you are not Sister I know. No. My
0: name's Thad That of, of all the things we rehearsed, that's the thing that you're going to hop on me for?
1: Well, I mean, look, you have the limp down really well, you know. You know Thank that Thad was shot in World War Three and that his knee has been out for years. The limp will get you the support of the veterans and the elderly citizens. Of course,
0: of course. I mean, I know what it's like to be disabled, and I fought for this country, and I know this country would not want to be ran by sex gremlins. Even though exactly. It, I don't actually think that, but we need to beat him somehow.
1: Right, I mean, this is... I, honestly, it's... It's almost hard to know why you don't want him to be the mayor. I mean, it's just like you overwhelmed my uh, uh, senses, and now I believe it too.
0: Whose side are you on? Well, I'm on
1: your side, but, the, I, you know, I honestly, I can't really justify or say why.
0: Clark, do you remember the first time you came into my office?
1: Oh, of course, yeah!
0: Do you remember how disrespectful the young man was and how many loads he left on my floor?
1: That is true. We didn't- you didn't have a lot of cleaning up to do.
0: Tristan being in office is a- he's a flat-out stereotype, Clark. He's gonna make sex gremlins all around look bad. Why can't we get a nice, you know, a nice sex gremlin in office eventually? It's not gonna be right now. I don't think we're quite there yet. Why can't we get one that you know speaks more proper and doesn't curse as much and you know puts his puts his cock sleeve on?
1: Yeah, I think we need to get maybe just a few more round few more generations through Clark State Community College for sex gremlins before exactly. we get them, you know, before one of them is really ready to. It's kind of like, you know, when uh Hillary Clinton ran for president when before she was the senator and before she was the Secretary of State, like, who does she think she is? She She's has to have nobody. some sort of qualification, exactly.
0: She's nobody, but that Thimbleton, he might be a nobody, but
2: he's disabled. Two minutes, Mr. Thimbleton, two minutes. Okay, uh, oh, I'll be right there. Um, okay.
0: God, it's so weird doing that voice.
1: Yeah, that is really uh, weird it's gonna it's gonna take a minute to really set in i think but once you hit your stride i think it's going to be flawless
0: thank you thank you
1: all right you can do this get backstage I'm get so in position nervous. and just remember sister carissa and i are here if you need any any answers for any questions
0: sister carissa thank you
1: you're welcome sister no and i'm i'm backstage with a moist towelette, too
0: can you-, you can know. you bring that to me real quick? I'm sweating so bad in this suit.
1: Yeah, let me be right Bring it that to me real out. quick okay.
0: and slipping I'm in I'm the coming, back I'm zipper.
1: Coming. Okay, I'm coming.
0: You're so sweet, Sister Carissa. Thank you. You're my main bitch.
3: and welcome back to whio tv's coverage of the new or old springfield mayoral debate that's right because that's one of the issues that is tearing up this mayoral debate between our first ever sex gremlin candidate tristan pinpoint deal and local veteran and businessman thad Thimpleton. One of the main issues that has plagued this race, Samantha, is that there has been utter racism on display against Tristan, wouldn't you say?
0: Sherry, racism has never been more apparent and... and...
3: Thank you, Samantha. Yeah, I completely agree. I, um, you know, it, it's been stunning to me, the kind of coverage that we've gotten. Thad Thimpleton flies off these tweets before he even really thinks about their implications. Kind of makes you think he's coming from former President Donald Trump's island over there of the talking goats. Uh, But it's not. What? Oh, oh, I'm being told the debate is about to start. On the left, you're going to have sex gremlin Tristan pinpoint deal. A p- scandal-plagued candidate sex gremlin Tristan has recently announced that he is in a polygamous relationship with the Philheimer couple and on the right-hand side we have mr. Thad simpleton a local businessman who has recently gained the endorsement of the sex gremlin cult which you can imagine has sent shockwaves through the community. We're going to now go live down to the debate floor, moderated by Lester Holt. I'm Sherry Crothers. We'll see you after the debate for our post-debate analysis with Samantha Powers. Good evening. I'd like to welcome you all to the mayoral debate. Uh, I'd like to address both candidates directly, you will each have 30 seconds for your opening statement, at which time we will give the other candidate 30 seconds to respond.
4: 30 seconds, 30 seconds human time, and 30 seconds sex gremlin g- time. Right, guys? Right, guys? Uh, I'd like
3: to ask the audience to keep their applause uh, to Come a Come on, minimum. it's a
4: joke. We're always late to things. Come on, what are
3: you doing? It's a joke. This is uh, Mr. Deal, this is a very important function here, and we would like to get to the issues at hand as soon as possible if you're done making a joke of the debate. Thank you. Now, our first question goes to you, Mr. Deal. Our political correspondents have put this one together. Uh, In the light of all of your recent sex scandals, why do you think you should still be the mayor? You have 30 seconds.
4: Uh, can I actually ask you a question real quick, Leslie? Uh,
3: it's Lester, but yes.
4: Leslie, have you, ever, have you ever had sex?
3: Yes, I have.
4: Do I deserve to know about your sex life? You, would you tell me about it? Do you do BDSM shit? Do you do anything oh. like that?
3: Uh, doesn't seem like it's necessarily pertinent to the, the topic Just like my hand. sex
4: life isn't pertinent to me running for mayor. Why does it matter? Everybody wants me to be the mayor. That's nothing, I'm a sex gremlin, that's what we do. Just because it doesn't align with humans and what they doing, I'm a sex gremlin.
3: Very well put, Mr. Uh, Deal. Uh, Mr. Simpleton, your 30 second rebuttal. Let's see what this guy has to say.
2: Um, that's all fine and well, Boy, this town was founded on good Christian values so
4: good Christian values what is that even supposed to mean you're telling me Christ didn't have sex
2: no boy. did you have sex
4: do you have sex What? It, I'm sorry I, I didn't notice you were in a wheelchair I don't
2: know I served our country in world war 3 and you come here and put my disability I didn't mean to point front, out your big disability it
4: was a honest mistake this gremlin don't call don't
2: call me that don't call me that i'm more than a gremlin mayor but we are better than that why are you applauding
4: why are you applauding i this? will ask
3: the audience to hold their applause we will applaud at the end of the event and that is the only time we will applaud.
4: Thank you, thank you, Leslie.
3: Mr. Thimpleton, you are known for your business acumen and your incredible business uh, prowess in Thimpleton Farms. Could you please uh, tell us more about your incredible business plans for Springfield or New Springfield, should Tristan be elected?
2: Um... One second.
0: Um... I, I don't know anything about business. What should I say?
1: Just say that when you were a young boy, you raised goats, and when you sold them milk, that that was how you paid for yourself to go to school. They'll eat it up. Okay, okay,
4: okay. You gonna say something?
2: Um... I... How long are you when gonna sit there and say um? Oh. young boy, I... Grew up on a goat farm. And when I sold the goat's milk, um, that was how I paid for shoes and school. Why are you applauding that? I can't
4: even understand this guy. He has brain damage or something.
3: Now, m- <laughs> Mr. Deal. Dad, this is a Can World you, War here. you hero. see me?
4: You look like you're looking right past me. Why is your face looking like that? You're hardly moving.
0: Um... Facial paralysis? You think they'll buy that?
4: I would say so. I, I don't know what else they would expect from a veteran. I'm sorry, I didn't know you also had facial paralysis.
3: Mr. Deal... In spite of all of your controversies, you do still have a commanding lead in the polls. Thank you, Is there I anything you can say to your constituents who might be turned off by your sexual proclivities?
4: Listen, the people who are gonna be turned off by my sexual proclivities, they weren't even gonna vote for me in the first place. I really, you know, all of the polling seems to suggest that nobody's really even bothered by the fact that I'm a, in a polygamous marriage, and in fact, if, polygamy has gone up 45% since I came out in support of it. So the people of Springfield and what's going to be New Springfield, they're all for it. And we're going to be the first town that's not Mormon but full of polygamists. And we're going to legalize it. And I think all of my supporters are on board with that. Who doesn't want more people in the bedroom? Um,
3: Jesus? Why now, folks, that is, this is the last time I'm going to ask the audience to stop. Stupid
4: fucking Bible worshippers can't even fucking follow a direction. All you do is follow directions. That's your whole life is following directions of a fucking book written by a fucking Jewish man. Thank you, y'all. Didn't like that.
2: I can't believe that I'm up here with an anti-American. Um, you, what do you get anti-American from? Where's that coming from? Um, this is a nation undergone and um,
4: um. Oh my God! A nation under idiots. What is wrong with you people? You people weren't my supporters anyway. You can boo all you want. You can try to throw that tomato, sir, but I know security is going to kick you out. Listen. Listen. I know everybody for some reason in this room are a bunch of Christians. But we don't want Christians in New Springfield. We want you to get out. And we don't want any new ones coming in.
1: This is great. He is ruining his campaign. Let him speak.
4: I know. This is going to be a no Christian zone, there's going to be no religion in New Springfield. This is going to be a sex gremlin ran city and we're going to try to do things our way because running it our way has never happened since all, pretty much all of existence. There was a coup that tried to, that, that they tried to do 300 years ago but it never worked. This isn't a coup, we're doing it the right way, we're doing it the way that you want us to do it. We're going by human standards and we're not going to have it anymore. And Sex gremlins outnumber humans by two times. There's two times as much of us in New Springfield. So, I don't care. Sex gremlins are
0: allowed to vote.
1: You've got to do something about this. Um, I'm looking into legal. Be right back.
0: Are sex gremlins really allowed to vote?
1: Uh, yeah, you helped get that passed at the beginning of the year. Oh, my God. I know. It's, honestly, it was a massive feat that even Father Andrew couldn't get done. We were all very proud, but now it's biting us. Now it's biting us.
4: What do you got to say to that,
2: bad? Um, actually, um...
0: I don't even even know how to respond to that.
1: Tell them we are going to enact a two-thirds compromise. You have the authority to enact a two-thirds compromise. We
0: can't do that.
1: Listen, listen. The sex gremlins, if they believe it, whether it's true or not, it will diminish his returns.
0: Oh, it's going to lower their morale is what you're saying. They're not even going to want to come out if they only were two-thirds of a vote.
1: Exactly. It'll be like, well, what the fuck ever, then I just won't even
2: go. I am on the phone right now with Councilman blacksmith and we are working on a two-thirds compromise um, for the sex gremlin boat so what that means is um a what sex gremlin boat will count Um, two-thirds, right? No, one-third. You're trying to
4: suppress our vote by making our vote worth two-thirds. You can't do that. That's illegal. And if you try to do that, I'm going to take you all the way to the fucking Supreme Court. You can't do that, Thad. Boy, I did. You're a fucking asshole. I don't care. Why why is every single veteran we hail as a hero? You're a fucking asshole, Thad.
1: This is great. Not only is he anti-Christian, but he's anti-veteran. I think you've got this in the bag, sister. I know I'm
0: gonna, I'm gonna decimate him.
2: Um everybody, please vote for me.
1: That was great.
2: Please vote for me.
1: Well, we can't let them have the last word.
2: Um any vote for Tristan, um, mm, counts two-thirds.
4: Ronnie, where? Ronnie. Come here, Oh, baby. my God, they destroyed me back there.
3: I know. Come here, baby. Give me a hug.
4: Oh, God. Oh, your arms are so nice.
3: I'm so glad you finally love me, Tristan.
4: I love you. I love you with all my heart, Ronnie. I don't think I'm going to win this. That was awful.
3: Well, Tristan, you know what Ann said. She wishes she could be here today, but... She know, knew that you would get the answer you needed today, whatever it was. And if it missed for you, not time for you to be mayor yet, then I guess that's what it is.
4: I think we got. I think we got a little bit of the hope, but I can't. I never even seen that Dumbleton in my life. I thought he was just one of them internet candidates, but he is insufferable, and I cannot have him running no Springfield.
3: Well. There is one thing. We, well, there's really two things we could do. One thing we could do is a massive voter outreach with the sex gremlins and the humans that support you and get them all out there, turn out every sex gremlin, because if it only counts for two-thirds, then we're going to need 120 150% of them to turn out. We're going to need to get same-day voter registration going. We're going to need, That's one way. How that are we going to
4: get 120% of voters? How are we going to create
3: voters out of thin air? I will have to call on Joe Biden and see how he did it.
4: You want to commit voter fraud?
3: That's one way.
4: Now okay. the other
3: way... Take out this Thad Thimpleton.
4: Why do we got to be taking... Why are we going to be stopping the clock and those levels? That's something they would do.
3: I know. And that's how you gotta play. Sometimes you gotta play like the enemy. If they're gonna be supporting this Thad, then they're probably the ones that came and hit me over the head with a brick and got them damn pictures, started this whole mess in the first place.
4: Why don't we? Why don't we just get this messed up and why don't we just move ourselves out to San Francisco? And why don't I just try to, you know? I got a little bit of publicity. Maybe I could, you know, people are coming around the sex gremlins, Maybe I could possibly be an Othello down there or something where they really don't know me. Cause I don't know if I'm cut out for this, Ronnie. I, I'm not cut out for all this political backstabbing, the, the lies, the everything. I don't like it. I know, I know. But I mean, if you wanted, if you wanted to guilt that, I mean, I I wouldn't really mind. Um but somehow I feel like that wouldn't be a good idea because it would come back on me.
3: People would be like that, you know.
4: I'm a sex criminal, I'm bringing crime, I'm a rapist, I'm a
3: killer. Based on this conversation, I mean if it happens and I did it, I mean you would be that, you would be that stereotype. So it's really up to you. We either drop, I guess. So there's really three options: we kick ah, the grassroots movement. Oh, I smell it. We go the grassroots movement route. We go the killing Thad route, or you drop out. I mean, I don't know what to tell you.
4: I think I think sh- I think Shelly Ann needs to decide on this one. What do you think Shelly Ann would say?
3: She'd probably tell you to follow your heart. And you know what my heart's saying?
4: Saying to kiss me right now.
3: That's what I was hoping you'd say.
4: Oh, Ronnie.
3: Hello and welcome to Mo Tape. <laughs> um, folks, this is a weird time because with the way we produce these episodes, there's a huge delay of at least a month. And But one of the first things that I wanted to talk about today was my last few days of my undergraduate career, including a performance that Mr. Quillen was able to attend via distance. Yes, I was. <laughs> um, I we was had, there. Yeah, we, uh, we had to do our live video jockey performance. It was my official last assignment, and um, after I had already passed my dreaded statistics exam in the morning, and um, I did a performance to Song for Obama that is now uh, posted on my YouTube channel uh, for posterity, but um, luckily we were able to invite a guest and Mr. Quillen was able to attend, which was an exciting treat. Um, You got to (laughs) see it all unfold live.
5: I saw, I saw two performances before yours, and then I clicked off after yours. I saw, like, half of the next one, and I'm like, I'm not doing this. Yeah,
3: no, it was uh, it, it was not worth staying around for. I stayed for the whole thing because I knew at the end there would be a moment where it was like, Let, let's all say goodbye, and, like, I wanted to make sure that I got my full credit for the final. Right. But I wanted to leave as soon as I was done. There were a few other songs of note. Everything was awkward for the rest. I mean, every and nobody else's was anything like mine. Everything I, I felt like mine was a lot more like a music video than what would play at a concert, and that's kind of like what the media design they were going for. Like the just like the amorphous blobs that yeah that I dance that behind
5: you, just sort of like these psychedelic patterns, right?
3: Um, but I, I, it was it was a fun little final thing uh, to do. And I'm blessed to finally be done with it. And I'm blessed that by the time this airs, I am in the hills of West Virginia at the lake house with my dear friends, Hannah and Nicholas. And we're resting and we're living the graduated life. Well, I'm living the graduated life.
5: (laughs) That sounds like a true treat.
3: Yeah, it's going to be a true blessing. I'm really looking forward to it. There's also one other thing I wanted to uh, discuss briefly before we get to our main topic, and that is that on May 1st, which was yesterday, today, uh, that we're filming this, was the Kentucky Derby. Oh, uh, yes, 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 yes. In the morning, I had, because we, the only reason I had any interest was because we had done our own Kentucky Derby, episode of motif already like over 20 episodes ago which just seems wild to me episode 76 um and in that episode we predicted that crisp apple would i mean it's not like it was a genuine prediction but it was the next uh kentucky derby after the coronavirus and uh we said that Crisp Apple won, and that not only did Crisp Apple win, but that Crisp Apple shattered the record set by Seabiscuit, which, you know, of course, was who already placed his bet on. Now, at the actual Kentucky Derby this year, there was a record set, um, which is is about as close as you can get to saying that we had any sort of prediction correct. the horse that won was named Medina Spirit. Uh, it was not the horse that was predicted to win or that was uh, expected, I guess, to win, which was Essential Quality. <laughs> which, essential uh, Quality. Did yeah. you
5: know when we did that episode that they named the horses like that?
3: Yeah, fucking weird ass names. Yeah. Essential Quality. Yeah. And uh, so Essential Quality ended up in fourth place. Um, Medina Spirit won uh, right off to a quick start and stayed in the first place the whole time, had no real challenge, held the lead the whole time. And uh, it it was a record-placing win in that um, the owner of the horse, uh, uh, not the jockey, but the trainer, had set a record 7th Kentucky Derby win. Wow. uh, After winning also in 1997, 1998, 2002, 2015, 2018, 2020, and now 2021. Holy shit. Yeah, so this is a a very successful... Uh, I didn't, you know, I didn't know
5: anybody knew about the Kentucky Derby, but yesterday out of nowhere, the lady at Starbucks was talking to me and Abigail about it. Like the lady who worked there.
3: Yeah, that's random.
5: Yeah, she's like, I usually put on, I usually, I'm known around here as the headband girl. I usually have a bunch of wacky headbands. And then I found
0: out today it was the Kentucky Derby. I had all sorts of hats like that and headbands that could have been perfect.
5: Oh my God. uh, Yeah, but loosely has to do with
3: what we're talking about. You know, of course. Madeline McKiernan had to make her post about the Kentucky Derby because it's you know everybody has to release a fucking statement about everything but the one other thing of note about not really the Kentucky Derby but the races leading up to it is that there was a horse um, named Brianna after Brianna Taylor Um, of course the woman African American woman shot in her sleep without any justice shot and killed by the police Um, this horse uh, won its race but everybody everybody thinks it's offensive as fuck that they named this horse uh, Rihanna and you know people are betting on it and placing bets on it I I don't know that's why I brought it up do you think it's because I mean it is kind of like a tribute but at the same time it's like they were kind of using it as a uh, what do you want to say You know I, I, don't, I don't
5: see that at all I, see, I really think they probably You know because you see the signs everywhere Where it's just like says her name It's just to bring like attention to it That's been like the whole movement yeah, like, you're Justice right. for Brianna yeah, you're right. it, I, it seems to me that's obviously what they were
3: trying to do yeah, you're probably right, but you know, like in our episode 97 discussion, these liberal snowflakes get so offended about everything, even when I feel they're it's like trying to help.
5: Just a few people get offended by it, and then everybody else is like, well, they're offended? I'm offended. I'll release yeah. my <laughs> statement. You guys yeah. are offended? I'll release my statement
3: yeah you're right it's exactly <laughs> it's exactly what it
5: is oh my god fucking get the fuck off of facebook already get the fuck off of twitter nobody cares about your tweet storm i released a tweet storm yesterday or what are they is that what they call it when they release yeah. like yeah they put like one out of six yeah, on their it's f- oh f- yeah. it's so
1: fucking
3: gay it's and gay then, and then like uh, wow i didn't expect this to get so many likes um i don't have a soundcloud to link but um here's a link to this really good and i'm just like shut the fuck up you got like a hundred likes kill yourself
5: y'all now that you all have liked this on twitter here's a link to my favorite charity so you guys can actually you know fund these things that we're talking about and not
3: just sitting here talking about it right you're not viral you're not the next star you're you're not going to make an impact in the world
5: Oh my! <laughs> I mean, I'm sick of fucking the like people without the fucking blue check marks acting like they are the blue check marks, and I'm sick of the blue check marks like thinking that that means literally anything, mm-hmm. and then thinking they have a reason of. I don't even get on Twitter that much, but I can't because of the goddamn. It's like snobs, a bunch of fucking right. stupid snobs.
3: Mhm. Mhm. Tweeting about shit you don't care about. Don't care about at all. But you know what we do care about? Um <laughs> we do care about filling out a nice I don't, what do you even call this? I
5: don't know. Every time I've been trying to trying to find it, I just Google chaotic evil chart. Right. <laughs> chaotic we're at like you, lawful good chart. You've this all seen them.
3: Yeah, this little meme. If you haven't seen it, um well <laughs> You should probably look it up because otherwise, this isn't gonna make very much sense. I don't think we could figure out. A, I don't think we could figure out a way how to explain what this is. It's a okay. It's an alignment chart. It's a it's chart. A, it's a chart. Yeah, it's it. an alignment chart. Yeah, it's an alignment chart um, around uh, good, evil, and neutral. You know, and varying degrees of how they over and interlap. Yeah, not nine um,
5: categories in total. Ranging and, from lawful good to chaotic evil,
3: and we um we have decided <laughs> to. I had like a. <laughs> I had to like think like how best do we, to how phrase do we say this. this. We are going to take a a list of. <laughs> <laughs> it's like how do you even describe like <laughs>
5: we're we're going to we're going to take famous lgbtq uh they're not even necessarily had to be famous we could just know them we're gonna fill this out with uh lgbt folk and see where they lay on this list don't ask us why don't ask why i just it's randomly just, was a text conversation and, we were yeah. having earlier and I, we we're it like really this d- is hard to fill out
3: It doesn't really make any sense, but we were just talking about, like, where would Elton John go in this list? And that's kind of how it began.
5: You can do these sorts of lists for anything. I mean, you could do it for Big Bang Theory characters.
3: And I'm sure there fucking is one.
5: Oh, there absolutely is. Yeah, you can. I'm looking at one right now on... um, on uh, Google Images of a My Little Pony one, so if we can do it for My Little Pony, we can do it for gay people. So,
2: yeah, I don't, we
5: don't really mean any offense by this. It's just out of curiosity, and you know, I'm, I am a, uh, I don't think it's any surprise to the viewers that I'm a, I'm the B in LGBTQIA or the plus. You can include whatever, you call <laughs> right. whatever. Same. I shouldn't have to justify myself. See, <laughs> right, we're complaining course. about these people, were like, but like. I, I don't have to justify myself to anybody. This exactly. is what doing for the
3: podcast. This is what we're doing today. If you don't like it, go listen to Joe Rogan or what? My brother, 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 my brother. <laughs> <laughs> um,
5: yeah, go listen for, to that shit. Go listen first to your true crime <laughs> podcast.
3: <laughs> yeah, Serial. Uh, uh, is that what it was called?
5: Yeah, that one's actually good, though.
1: Yeah.
3: Yeah, it is. Um, first up, I guess I, I haven't filled mine out yet. Um, I think you have one that's at least partially filled out. I have, a, um, I have
5: a pretty, what I think is a fully filled out one.
3: Okay, so maybe we should work through mine a little bit, because mine's just a word bank and a completely empty chart, and then we can see, I guess, as we go through how they overlap. First up on my list is Elton John. Is he on your list? Elton John is on mine. Now we talked about Elton John earlier. Now Elton John's known for you know his drug addiction, his uh, alcoholism, and his but his reform uh, and his rehabilitation from exactly that. exactly. And um, I can't remember where we said that put him. I put him on chaotic good
5: because you know he has a rocky past. But overall, he's a good person. and He's done a lot from you. I mean, he's a fucking mm-hmm. knight.
3: And the fact that, I mean, because you can't deny, I mean, I had that DVD, Tantrums and Tiaras. This is a huge oh, yeah, yeah. part of Elton John's uh, personality is like tantrums. They're, you know, the song, uh, uh, The Bitch is Back, it hit, uh, links back to Mick Jagger calling Elton John a bitch. Uh, so, yeah, I think chaotic good, because it ha- you have to acknowledge the growth <laughs> that the man has had. So, yeah, I would certainly say I'm going to put him as chaotic good. He's
5: certainly not evil. I wouldn't necessarily even call him neutral. He's definitely chaotic good, and that's, yeah. I think that's where Elton John belongs. I agree.
3: Um, <laughs> Next up on my list is the Judge. Now, uh... <laughs> The judge is somebody we know personally. We went to school with him, uh, <laughs> but it's like instantly, like yeah, we just we knew this. We knew this young man. We just trying,
5: earlier, it was hard to think of. We were just having a hard time thinking of gay people. I don't know why we were having such a block.
3: I, I think like part of the reason one, it was kind of early when we were having this discussion. But I think the other reason is it's just you, you start to just not think about it or notice. No, yeah, it, I don't. think I about think it. so. Um. The Judge. Now he's he's kind of your just standard run of the mill gay guy, but I'm kind of thinking iconic middle, not even middle school, but like I just in my mind the most clear image of the Judge is in Missus Cromwell's class the day that we had to bring in something to look at under the microscope, and he brought in a Katy Perry CD. And we looked at the lyrics under the microscope, and I just—I that is the judge oh that I gosh. remember, and um, just the guy, the gay kid that would um, gush about Katy Perry, mostly Lady Gaga, um, any pop star that was relevant at the time. <sighs> I think he's got to be neutral good. Neutral good, yeah, that's exactly what I was
5: thinking. I think the judge is perfect in neutral good. Now, somebody, I, somebody else I put in neutral good, and we'll see how you think about this, sack, and I don't even know if he's on your list at all. George Takei.
3: Oh, okay, yeah, no, he's not on my list, but classic gay. Yeah, classic uh, gay. Oh he seems like a very normal guy.
5: Um, he's a good guy. He could be lawful good. Yeah, I
3: was thinking almost lawful good, um, and you know George Takei also has uh, wrote a musical called *Allegiance*, and it is about the Japanese internment in America during World War II. Something he is very passionate about being a Japanese man. So he's, okay. he does I a think, lot to we, raise awareness. I think awareness.
5: lawful good is yeah is a good place for George. Yeah, is it That's Takei a or Takai? Take.
3: I think Takay, but it's probably Takai. Who I don't knows? Know. Everybody knows who we're talking about, you know. It, no, it's interesting because I feel like nobody, besides like the real Star Trek fans, know George Takay as the guy from Star Trek. He's just kind of is like famous as himself. Yeah, I don't days. know.
5: I I completely forgot he was from Star
3: Trek. Right. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I don't
5: care about Star Trek at all.
3: Let's see if we can place Caitlyn Jenner, who is running for governor of California.
5: I put, I put Caitlyn Jenner under, um, chaotic neutral, because it's okay. weird. Because on one hand, it's like Republican, but also did a lot for transgender like people. You know what I mean? Right.
3: Yeah, it's it's interesting because like so on. Um, I've recently rewatched a lot of *Keeping Up with the Kardashians*, and as a character, I really loved Bruce Jenner uh, and enjoyed his character on the show. Yeah, and you can and, see
5: you can see like the progression too. Like yeah, like, yeah, exactly. I really like
3: this ponytail. And it was want to re- wear yeah, this exactly. ponytail. <laughs> it was this really like beautiful and like sad story to watch play out, especially knowing historically like this is what is happening her story, this is what her trajectory is, and knowing that she is transgender, and then going back and watching, like, Kris Jenner be like, cut your hair, Bruce, and he's like, no, I, I, like, I like my long hair, you know, it's really sad, and I'll never forget the, you know, that, that interview and, and all of that um, with Caitlyn, and, you know, she is a, a hero in that sense, but she's also crazy. And she's running for governor. She killed a woman. Uh,
5: it was, like, more, like, manslaughter. I mean, right. it wasn't she drunk driving and then hit them and then faced, like, no repercussions. Yeah. So, that um, seems, like, chaotic neutral to me because it's, like,
3: uh, there's uh, it's so like, much. Yeah, it's there's, like, there's, chaotic, yeah, you're right. but it's, like, uh, and really it pulls you both ways in the neutral way. You I mean, can't really Olympic say she's hero. evil. Yeah, you can't say she's evil, but you can't also say she's a complete hero because of all of the you know, to say to just to just say she's a hero would negate all of the negative aspects. So, I think yeah, I'm going to put her at chaotic neutral.
5: Yeah, I think that's a good place for Caitlyn.
3: Uh somebody who couldn't be more different. Pete Budajed. <laughs> Now I believe Pete's on yours as well. Pete is our current secretary of Transportation uh, under President Biden so that definitely leans more towards lawful yeah I mean he's a, he's in
5: office he se- he seems like a good guy I mean he's gay I think lawful good is the only place he can really go and when we were talking about this earlier this was the the, the first example we could find of lawful good yeah
3: yeah so I would definitely say he's gotta be there it'll be interesting to see if we're able you said you were able to actually have somebody in every category so I do I hope yeah that, I hope that that's the same on my list
5: Lawful Neutral is a hard one to find to fill out
3: yeah, yeah. It. Um, now this is somebody that we were kind of having a hard time with earlier Ellen DeGeneres Ellen now,
5: DeGeneres she's not on my list but that is a hard one
3: because for the longest time, I would say she was America's sweetheart. One of.
5: Wholesome is all living hell. For the longest time, wholesome, you know, always had dancing. Just a lighthearted. Very Krogman. friendly.
3: We thought. Very nice. Married to Portia Some de Preached Rossi. kindness. Funny. Actually, Funny. like, you know, uh, genuine. Finding Dory. I mean, she's actually, Dory. Classic. Classic. But there
5: are there are allegations <laughs> lot of
3: allegations
5: against her and how she runs her show you know obviously she's she's not a part of whatever union it is that most of the television shows produced right and hollywood are like part of am i getting that right like she, she's not in the union so. therefore she is allowed to pay her staff uh some sort of criminally underpaid <laughs> wage she,
3: these are the allegations and she right. runs
5: it like a dictator
3: she, you're not allowed to look her in the eye. Her office has to be colder than a certain degree. You know, and a lot of these things, people start talking, and like shit falls out. Of, shit comes out of the woodwork. You know, there was like a time when people were saying that uh, Amy Klobuchar uh, was mad at one of her uh, uh, staffers and ate salad with a fork. You're not <laughs> That's not. <laughs> ate salad with a comb. I meant a she had comb. to eat. Comb. Yeah. She, <laughs> She was livid with one of her staffers because they couldn't they didn't get her a fork and they couldn't find one, so she had to eat her salad with a comb <laughs> and that's this is, like, this is like the classic this is like the story that came out about Amy Klobuchar in twenty twenty um so it's hard to say because if you just go on her public persona. Even then, in recent years, Ellen seems kind of dead inside. On like Ellen's game of games, I think she's really. If you go go into her website
5: and see those clips that she on Ellen Tube, Ellen Tube, yeah. There seems like like something's gone from her. She seems very lifeless. Mm -hmm. And you know, some people also say too. Some people also say she's heavily involved with sex trafficking. Yeah, I don't necessarily believe that. I don't know. Where the fuck people got that from? Well, yeah,
3: and there was that time at the beginning of quarantine when everybody was in uh, quarantine and uh, they said that Ellen was actually on house arrest. and Ellen and, oh, yeah. and like, Tom Hanks and everybody were all actually on house arrest. I, I just don't know. I mean, she just I think I'm, g- I'm going to put her in chaotic good, but with a with an asterisk to just to just think about it once the it's the rest of the way filled out
5: i'm gonna put her in
3: chaotic and
5: neutral she yeah you're right chaotic good seems more fitting she's more good than she is bad
3: yeah i would have to agree i mean it's like and all of the and, and and for what it's worth all of the bad is hearsay but we're supposed to believe the victim right believe, believe it right. does that go towards like everything <laughs> yeah, I don't know. This is the slippery slope the liberals got us on. <laughs>
5: <laughs> and we are the liberals, so like imagine our confusion. <laughs> right.
3: <laughs> um who else is on on your list that we haven't hasn't come up yet?
5: Um I have um Okay, lawful neutral, that's a hard one to come up with. And this could be controversial but I'm only putting them in lawful neutral because I don't know anything about them all I know is famous <laughs> gay person
3: Liberace oh yeah I mean hmm. good bad I mean he for everything that I've I the only thing I know about Liberace is that are good Uh, one of the greatest piano entertainers of all time. The only thing is that Liberace um, never came out. While we know that he's gay and while we highly speculate that he is gay and can certainly include him, I think that that has to be taken into account with his placement and maybe that's why neutral is correct. Like true neutral? true neutral yeah because i mean yeah because maybe in the sense that neutral because he never really came out so we can't say but he is true. never really came out yeah never came out but truly um he is like the ideal or the most uh like almost stereotypical gay man right. in that way so right. like yeah i would say definitely true maybe even i think true neutral for sure yeah we Put him
5: there and then uh one we haven't talked about and this one could also be controversial because has not come out yet maybe n- never will come out but K- lawful evil lindsey graham oh yeah
3: yeah <laughs> i mean I lindsey graham that. i
5: mean he has a wife i think
3: no he's single Oh, okay. Yeah, he's yeah. He's definitely deb- he, there's no yeah. doubt he's on this list. No, yeah. Louis uh, Lindsey Graham is uh, uh, a sissy, and uh, Lindsey Graham <laughs> uh, has no soul. <laughs> and so I don't like feel bad about saying that Lindsey Graham is the scum of the earth. Uh, uh, if he wouldn't like it so much, I would love to piss on him, but I know he would like it, so I would never do it. I I might scat on him though.
5: We we don't mean actually on him. We mean on a picture of him that like we rec- we might record the pissing of this happening. Right. Um another one we haven't mentioned um that I have under neutral evil. Jeffrey Star. What do you think about this one? Oh.
3: That's good. <laughs> neutral evil. Yeah, I love that because it's like okay yeah because it's like what he has done and the things that make him evil are kind of wishy-washy wishy-washy so washy, right exactly yeah. it's you could kind of take it or leave it you know he starts a lot of drama he's involved in a lot of drama none of the, if there's any racism a la shane dawson i'm not condoning that i don't want to pretend that um but, yeah, I would certainly say... I mean, he has said the N-word. Like, there's yeah. videos of it. But so, I mean, that's long not Long time ago. Long time ago. He shouldn't do that. He shouldn't do that. And that sh- he shouldn't have a pass for that. But... he uh, I think just
5: generally, yeah, like, his I whole mean, thing yeah. is that he doesn't give a fuck about anybody but himself, really. I mean, like, him and, and like, his little crew willing to, right. like... Right. Yeah, but he's not, like, lawful evil. He's not chaotic evil. He's just... And
3: I, I don't... I really enjoyed that whole uh, you know renaissance of him and Shane Dawson working together and like those videos that they created um I think he's a funny man, Jeffree Star I enjoy, I enjoy and his and an attractive man and, and, and an attractive man in an androgynous uh, yeah, way so yeah, I mean, neutral evil for sure some may say
5: <laughs> uh, his makeup lines they're not ethically sourced um who cares? <laughs> I love how <laughs> we're giving our opinion. On, right. giving our opinion on all this.
3: Let's see. Um, next up, I've got Anderson Cooper. Um, now I feel like Anderson could totally be lawful neutral because yeah, he you know he presents the news. Uh, if you believe CNN is the news, and he. He seems to do it in a pretty unbiased way. I'm, yeah, you know, no
2: I
5: mean, I know of liberal scumbags, but I've always thought Anderson Cooper seemed to be a pretty uh, genuine man. Yeah, I, he seems like somebody I can trust, especially after I found out he was gay, or he came right. out a couple years.
3: Yeah, that was a. Uh, yeah, I mean, and, and he he's a handsome man. Not that that Definitely. has anything to do with where he goes. Kind <laughs> of, it
5: kind of but... does. I mean, <laughs> I mean, he's a he's a silver fox ain't no doubt about it for sure so where do you put a silver fox on this list lawful neutral i
3: I think that sounds uh, yeah i think that sounds about right now somebody that uh is at the bottom of my list but (laughs) fills fills in the very last thing that the last square that i don't have filled yet because after this i'll have at least one person in every square Uh uh-huh is kevin spacey I think now we, we all can't know where he's forget. Going. yeah, I hope you I hope you can guess. Um, <laughs> Kevin Spacey, of course we cannot forget, came out of the closet as his sexual assault allegations uh, were coming out as a way to be like, ah, like I'm sorry that I assaulted all these boys and men uh, over years and years and years, but it's because I was gay. the um,
5: worst thing you could possibly do for the gay community right
3: and then he's he you know and then he releases those incredibly cringe and incredibly creepy uh christmas videos every few years where he like pretends like he's still allowed to play frank underwood (laughs) and and then he gives a frank frankly Uh -uh. amazing performance
5: Mm -hmm. those videos are amazing but very
3: unsettling. I accidentally wrote Frank Underwood. I mean, Because <laughs> <laughs> can me, like pretty much live in the character. Right. Uh, so I'm going to absolutely put Kevin Spacey in chaotic evil. Right. And I just want to mention uh he shouldn't make he shouldn't come back. He shouldn't make a resurgence. No, don't I let him. I don't want him to. He but I got to say I just miss Kevin Spacey as a performer because his performances were so solid. He's amazing. Such a good actor. Why did he have to be an assaulter? Why did he have to ruin that? Because he is truly one of the most gifted actors of our time but he's fucking scum. An assaulting scum.
5: Yeah. Sad and, to say it. And it, it's really sad to say that such an amazing actor is in, the, is in the same category as somebody I also have under Chaotic Evil, Jeffrey Dahmer. Yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> They're yeah.
5: in the same yeah. category. D- were the things they did uh. comparable? Yeah, you be the judge. I mean, Jeffrey Dahmer <laughs> killed, killed, fucked an eight man. Um, Kevin Spacey touched some boys when they were younger that they might they might not necessarily have been gay, but who hasn't done that?
3: <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully, not a lot of people. <laughs> I, I mean, um, I certainly never have. <laughs> here's somebody that is definitely important to the the community uh RuPaul of RuPaul's Drag, Drag Race.
5: Now, I don't know anything about RuPaul. I've never seen I've never seen the uh, the show.
3: I I have never watched RuPaul's Drag Race either, but I did um RuPaul was a judge or a host of like Skin Wars or something like that, a competition um Body painting competition.
5: Yeah, I know you watched that,
3: and I uh, grew to like him there. Um, And you know he he um, he appeared in drag with Lady Gaga at her 2013 Muppets Christmas or Muppets Thanksgiving special, where she performed songs from Art Pop, and she sang Fashion with RuPaul. (laughs) <laughs> at that concert looking
5: good and feeling fine looking good and feeling did he was he the did he go
2: slay
3: slay he, yeah i think he did all that <laughs> and he you know uh i think they probably like switched verses i can't remember it very well off the top of my head but i remember thinking like wow rupaul is not a very good singer uh, um you know i mean what uh, she he, he has certainly done a lot for like drag right I mean like that's important to to the gay community normalized
5: it to a lot of people
3: He and one thing that's interesting about RuPaul uh, is that he um, doesn't quote doesn't care about pronouns in the sense that um, you can call him he or you can refer to him with male or female pronouns um, in or out of drag and he will not be doesn't have a preference I guess either way not that that Matters, but I just think that's interesting because sometimes that's put them in the hot water because they're like, Well, you should care. But I, I you who the know. fuck is saying that? Right. I think, like, because they think, Well, if he doesn't care about pronouns, he should care about my pronouns. But I think he cares about your pronouns, he just doesn't care what his pronouns are. Oh my god. Yeah. Um, so I've got, I, I have to lean towards good. You think maybe just like neutral good? Does that sound like a good place for RuPaul? Chaotic I neutral, Good? I
5: think Neutral Good's fine. I wouldn't say even Chaotic, really. I don't think he's really had any scandals or anything like that.
3: Yeah, I mean, he's just a, yeah, he's, you know, he's just he a guy who the, likes drag. And, uh, the record made it, for the most, uh, he has like four or five consecutive Emmys back-to-back for hosting that show. Yeah, I mean. So, yeah, I mean, he's a well-respected young man. Not young anymore, I guess. Anybody else on your list? I don't. Neil Patrick Harris, we talked about.
5: I think he oh, would go yes. in lawful good. He's he's a pretty good guy. Uh, yeah, seems so like a very just normal man.
3: Yeah, and certainly um, everybody, you know, when they, especially in like 2010 and 2011, everybody really uh, was like uh, taken with him and his husband as like the the uh, ideal gay couple. You know, and you need to you, tell
5: me Barney is yeah, gay? right.
3: <laughs> Sorry. It, that's to, I mean totally how people were. Um, Wait for it. And, and that's I have at Wait least at least three or four more people that we have that I think need to go on this, and then we'll we'll have our completed uh, and combine. I've been combining them as well, so then we can go back through them real quick. And uh,
5: yeah, I I have one too that I don't think we've mentioned that I actually found just now, Jim oh. Parsons
3: yeah that's who i was getting ready to mention especially because of the neil patrick harris bazinga connect you know what i mean like cringe cbs sitcom connection (laughs) um i and this one i think this one's gonna be tainted by my personal opinion of jim parsons which is i just can't fucking stand him i can't stand the fucking sight of him I can't stand his voice. I can't stand his acting, any of the choices that he makes, any of the, <laughs> just anything. I can't stand that man. The sight of him <laughs> irks me to he- all living get out. But I don't think he goes in the same category as Kevin Spacey and Jeffrey Dahmer he's in not, any way. He's
5: not chaotic. He's, a, he's neutral for neutral. He's sure. neutral,
3: if anything. Not evil. I can't even, I can't say he's evil, though, because, like, I don't th- I don't deep down think he's evil. I just fucking hate him. And so it's like I don't want to put him anywhere on the list.
5: I think that it would be – I think it would be really uh, – it would be easy to make the case for Neutral Good, and I think another podcast probably would put him in Neutral Good, but I feel like we need, just need to put him in true neutral because he's, yeah. like a, he's a regular guy, but he's insufferable. <laughs> right. And yeah, his uh, fucking uh, show is stupid. Yeah. Yeah, It's all actually of the, the smartest that show on television, though.
3: I will never forget, and I wish that I could, the months-long debate in Mrs. Cromwell's class between Jordan Turner and anybody who would fucking listen to the kid babble the fuck on about whether how i met your mother or the big bang theory was the better show imagine how oof, much i wanted oof, to take a fucking drill and just absolutely gore out the inside of my brain until i dropped dead every fucking out, day i wouldn't gore
5: out my brain i'd gore out his and then i'd take a straw and i'd put it in there right there and just <laughs> suck his brains suck it out up. and spit it out so like they wouldn't do anything anymore
3: <laughs> jeez yeah no i completely, I completely agree um next up on the list somebody that I definitely think has to go on here uh Rosie O'Donnell. Hmm. Um, hmm. You know, talk show host, uh really um famous one of lesbians. the most famous lesbians, one of the first lesbian, you know, uh like popular ones you know, to be yeah. out,
5: really. I think was she the first?
3: One um, certainly, yeah, she and uh she and Ellen DeGeneres right around the same time. I, I would say it would be hard to say which one. I mean, obviously we could Google it, but I'm like, between the two, I'd say they're so close that. Um, she hates Donald Trump. She does hate Donald Trump. I, I enjoyed, always enjoyed watching her show. She ha- she's really, you know, comedic. She's, she's, she's goofy. Funny, funny. Which is why I'm kind of thinking chaotic good.
5: I'm kind of thinking that too, but why are we thinking chaotic?
3: I think chaotic because it's like she's crazy, like chaotic in the sense that, uh, for example, she won two she won two Emmys for her talk show, and let her children paint them.
5: Her oh, Emmys are like covered in paint. That's chaotic <laughs> like, for yeah. sure. Chaotic, yeah.
3: good Rosie O'Donnell. Rosie O'Donnell, yeah. I miss Rosie O'Donnell uh, being on TV. I gotta say that. Uh, I don't, you know, she's not as... And everybody, everybody that I liked, Kathy Griffin, Rosie O'Donnell, everybody like that, that I liked, that's no longer on TV. All they do is tweet about Donald Trump, so it's like I can't even stay connected with them that way. Yep. (laughs) Um, Next up, one of the last couple people here, um, Elliot Page. Elliot Page. He's sort of this... uh, modern, you know, he's the most recent uh, uh, transgender uh, celebrity to come out and he is also going through a divorce right now, not that that affects this, but he was married um, to a woman pre-transition and everything was, you know, going okay, but they've decided to go separate ways. I, I almost think lawful neutral For Elliot Page I think that's fair Because even um, pre-transition Just kind of um, Pre-transition Elliot Page was just like Your average lesbian Right? I mean she was She was very um, Outspoken for LGBT rights And all that sort of thing So that's like why it's like lawful You know and raising cause But she you know it was just Ellen Page and you know now yeah. it's like now it's just Elliot Page. Yeah, great. Congratulations. Yeah
5: I, yeah. I feel like there's a case for lawful neutral or neutral good. I threw him in lawful neutral for now. That's fair, that's fair. Elliot Page, you're you're squared away in lawful neutral. You're in that square.
3: And last but not least, and certainly controversial to this person, if they were to ever hear this podcast, we are going to include Marisa Kanoff. <laughs> oh. I hope she never hears this podcast. (laughs) Now, when we knew, uh, when we were very close with Marisa Kanoff, we had the strongest and most ardent belief that Marisa was a lesbian. So much so that we asked Luke about it. Uh, Do you remember that? I wish that that never happened. I I,
5: I do remember that, and he was very uh,
3: taken aback by it and did not see what we saw at all. Which is interesting to me because all he said was, you know, he was very shocked. I remember that, but his his response was, but she's told me who her celebrity crushes are and they're all guys. And I'm like, that's not a good, like, that doesn't yeah, mean that anything, Yeah, that to me isn't Luke. like
5: just the utmost proof, but I, I could see where he wouldn't think she'd be a full-blown lesbian, but like how could the thought not have crossed his mind at all?
3: It, to, yeah, to me, it was just... Maybe he just never even really thought about it. Uh, you know what I mean? To even begin with. But to yeah. me, that was the first thing I thought about Marisa. Like, I'm sorry if she It wasn't listening. even a
5: question. It was just sort of like, oh, that lesbian lady was nice. <laughs> <Is that> right? <laughs> was, right? What was that lesbian lady who uh, was talking to us? What was her name again? Oh, Marisa?
3: Over the years... Um, you know, there hasn't been much, uh, from from a Facebook perspective, at least, there hasn't been much uh, activity on the romance front. So, Amy, so that in recent Amy. years, we have kind of taken to the the belief that Ms. Kanoff may be asexual.
5: Yeah, isn't isn't that what the I A like what the A stands for? No, like?
3: a, a is allies, to my understanding. So, she would be included in the plus sign. Okay. (laughs) If if she's asexual. If she's asexual and if you include asexual in the plus sign. And if you don't, just stop at the T, I guess, (laughs) of LGBT. Um, Stop
5: at the IA. Oh, yeah, stop at the IA. So,
3: I guess guess asexual would have to be the true neutral, right? The
5: truest of neutrals.
3: And that's what we came up with earlier too, and I think that definitely stands the test of time. There there I think there's
5: two more people that we need oh, to okay, have. Okay, yeah, quick. let's do it. You and me. Where would we go? Oh yeah, of course. Yes. I think chaotic good. Yeah. Yeah,
3: I think you're Maybe right. neutral,
5: maybe neutral. I don't I don't think there's any part of me that's e-
3: I think ju- I, I think like ooh. Well, the only other person that we have in chaotic neutral, which is I think would be like the only other place that like I could go, is Caitlyn Jenner, and I don't really see. Yeah, like I don't. Yeah, so like I definitely think we're more in the category of Elton John, Rosie O'Donnell, and Ellen. Oh yeah, oh yeah. We're like yeah, yeah,
5: we're like kind of controversial, but we're all good people.
3: Um. Okay. So the official Motif uh, alignment chart for. LGBTQIA (laughs) plus individuals from left to right. We've got Lawful Good with George Takei, Pete Buttigieg, and Neil Patrick Harris. Uh, We've got Neutral Good with The Judge and RuPaul. (laughs) (laughs) We've got Chaotic Good with Elton John, Rosie O'Donnell, Ellen DeGeneres, and, and the two of us. <laughs> uh, Lawful Neutral, we've got Anderson Cooper and Elliot yeah. Page. Yeah. Interesting combination. I, I think that they would have a good time. But, but it's interesting because like, I feel like they both have had shows on CNN. So, uh, you know. True Neutral, Liberace, Marisa Kanoff, and Jim Parsons. Uh, Chaotic Neutral, Ms. Caitlyn Jenner. Lawful Evil... Ms. Lindsey Graham, <laughs> <laughs> neutral evil Jeffrey Star, and our last and most controvert not even controversial uh, chaotic evil Kevin Spacey and Jeffrey Dahmer.
5: <laughs> I love that they're paired up together. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm really happy with this list and or this uh, chart and how it turned out. I think I think we really nailed it.
3: Yeah, I completely agree. And you know, I got to say if there is uh if there ever is a market for a Kevin Spacey comeback, it should be as Jeffrey Dahmer. I mean, why not? <laughs> I don't think so. I don't think he it would be nice for him to He act shouldn't come back like no. that. <laughs> yeah, you're right. That would it would be uh yeah, you're right. I don't I don't. Be, yeah, yeah, I don't support that. I don't yeah, instantly it's a bad idea once you put it in that framing. Well, folks, some people just don't deserve a comeback. <laughs> Kevin Spacey is one of them, but we certainly hope you'll come back next week to Motave. Stay mote.
0: Confirmed, no butterfly wings.